Hey, Blake, how's it going? Good. How are you, Steve? I'm doing great. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Well, it's, the, it's our first episode for 2023. It is. And I have a question for you. Okay. Do you ever stay up? I know you, you and Sean like to go to bed early. Do you ever stay up to actually witness the new year? Ever? Ever. Yes. <laughs> Recently, <laughs> when was the last time? Can you even uh, probably, probably in the last couple of years. Uh, didn't happen this year with Sunday morning being on New Year's. That's <laughs> yes. that that didn't quite make it. Yeah, that's that's not going to work out as well. But do you know when the first New Year's Eve in New York the ball drop happened? What year? Nineteen seventy one. Not even close. <laughs> it was 1907. Wow. And my next question was, were you there? Uh, not quite. Blake, as we talked about, this is our first episode of 2023, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what our theme and what our, our passion is going to really be um, as a church for this new year. And I think that's a great way to kick off our, our podcast for this year. And so our theme is deeper. Um, mm -hmm. Can you give us a little bit of insight on what that means to you, what that's going to mean for our church, and, and just what's the driving force behind uh, that being our focus? Sure. Yeah, it's. I'm excited about it. I think this is a good opportunity for us. By deeper, we just mean going deeper in all aspects of our faith, uh, diving in more, and I guess just uh, allowing God to have control in deeper ways. You know, as a church, as individuals, and and some of that has come from encouragement that I see it happening among people. Um, I see that there seems to be a hunger with a lot of people to dive in more. Uh, quite honestly, some of this came from conversations with one of my own daughters who uh, was just like, hey, if you thought about, you know, she'd been going to um, church and college, they're going through the book of Revelation. It's like, I think you should do that. Like, and, yeah, I don't know. And the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, that that kind of thing, and it's not just that specifically, we are going to do that later in the year, but that it's the idea that... I think there are a lot of people out there that don't want just kind of your common, you know, surface level type of Christianity, but they want to dive in more and figure out what more is there and how can they go deeper in their faith. So I'm excited for us to do that as a church. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that as well. And, you know, something that you you mentioned is like there, there's a desire for people to want to go deeper in their mm -hmm. faith. And oftentimes, you know, the the how is is the big question mark and yeah um you know there's some things that i know we're doing this year uh, with the reading plan um and and mm -hmm. looking at some more specific sermon series and and but there's also some things ongoing yeah. uh, in our church that that people have been involved in and, and are a part of um let's let's spend a few minutes just talking about you know how people can go deeper and and what we can do to continue to encourage them uh, to take those, uh, to take their faith, faith seriously and to take those right. steps. Right. Yeah. And I would start with, there are a lot of different scriptures we could go to, but 
One of my favorites, I think, for this is Galatians 2, 20 and 21, where it says, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live and the body I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And then it says, I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. So I would just start with that um, reminder that it's a faith thing. I think anytime we talk about something like this, yeah, there is a personal element and things we need to do for sure, but it's it's the grace of God in us working itself out. And I want to be as clear as we can be on the front end, um, our goal is to be crucified with Christ and yeah. allow Him to live through us. And then, so yes, there are some things that we can do, I think, that will help us to do that. And, um, you know, as a church, we uh, talk about four things that we uh, focus on, worship, grow, serve, and give. And uh, each of those has different things that we can do, you know, corporately, but also things we can do individually. And um, just, you know, I think focusing on kind of back to the basics on some of those things of how are we doing and how can we how can we even go deeper in those particular areas or things that I'll be focused on this year? Yeah, I think that has to be the the driving force and what Christ has done for us mm-hmm. and us being crucified in Him. It it, it takes the pressure of us yeah. having to obtain anything that we're we're not even qualified or we're not even fit to be able or not even able to yeah. accomplish those things that Christ does that on our behalf. Right, um, and the result of that is. A life changed, and you know we've had an encounter with Christ. Our life has been changed, mm-hmm. and now our passions, our desires, all of these things are different. Mm-hmm. And and I think that just hits the the nail on the head uh, a little bit with uh, being crucified with Him and how that translates. There's there's so many different things we can do to show that our our life has been changed, mm-hmm. um, but ultimately it's what He's done for us yeah. and. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a heart thing too, you know, because for example, the the things that we talked about um, that we encourage people to do have been really a part of my life for most of my adult life, you mm-hmm. know, all of those things. And so it's it's not that there's something new there uh, specifically, but one of the challenges for me is just looking at okay, there are certain habits, there are certain disciplines, and things that are part of my life, but that can become very rote. It can become very just kind of a, this is what I do because it's what I do. And it's figuring out how those things can stretch me and push me more in my own faith, you know, and, and encouraging our people to do the same thing. For, so for some, I think the steps will be start doing some of these things, yeah. you know, start making it a priority to worship individually and corporately, make it a priority to get involved in a small group somewhere find a place to serve, uh, begin to give generously, you know, those kinds of things that need to be done. But for a lot of people, they're going to look at that and say, well, I'm already doing those things. Mm-hmm. But we can always, you know, we can always put more of our heart into it, you yeah. know, and, and go deeper in that respect. Well, and I think a lot of people that have have those disciplines and those things mm-hmm. as everyday part of their life, like so much of that is is the everyday things that we face could be very, very different and challenges are going to come up and things, difficulties are inevitable. And sometimes those, those disciplines that we have allowed uh, the Lord to stretch us, prepares us for dealing with, with those challenges that we're going to face. And, and those things aren't just empty things that we do because of, of, 
It's what we do. Um, the Lord is also using those to prepare us, to stretch us, and to mm-hmm. make us, um, um, to to grow in us a, an ability to be able to uh, see people the way that He sees them, and to be able to respond the way that He would call us uh, to respond. Uh, I was listening to a pastor uh, not too long ago, and he was talking about uh, the challenges that we have sharing our faith, mm-hmm. and I know that's an area that we want to grow in deeper yeah, as, as a church. Sure. And he said so many times, he goes, I'll have conversations with people and very rarely do they want to uh, debate theology or very rarely do they want to debate what I believe versus what they believed. And he goes, but sometimes that does come up. Um, But he says the one thing that nobody can uh, debate is your testimony or your life with Christ. And I think part of that growing deeper in, in our evangelism, being able to share our faith as well, is being able to share our story mm-hmm. and being able to talk about why some of these disciplines are important to us and not only important, but what they've done for us um, to equip us to pursue Christ mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Yeah, it's hard to talk about a relationship that isn't growing yeah. and isn't vibrant, you know, so I think even those things are uh, an overflow of us going deeper in our own relationship with Christ. Yeah. So just just personally, as you talked about your entire adult mm-hmm. life, these things have been been a part of your pursuit of the Lord and, and as a pastor and leading a church and pointing other people to, to those things. How have those disciplines molded you into the pastor that you are today? Yeah, well, I, gosh, that <laughs> makes it sound like I've arrived when you say that, but um, I think they well, I know you haven't. So yeah, okay. no, you, you definitely do. You definitely know that. Um no, I, I think the one of the biggest things, one of the biggest influences for me from the very beginning really was just spending time in God's Word. And uh, you know, I came to Christ as a high school student, but didn't have a whole lot of, uh, had some church involvement and things like that, but not a whole lot of discipleship, you know. Um, and so getting into the Bible and just learning what God's Word had to say was huge for me. And I remember how exciting it was to kind of feel like, you know, the Bible that says about itself that the that the Word is living and active. And right. when you sense that it's alive inside of you and kind of coming off the pages, that was really exciting. Um, so that's been a big part of it, certainly prayer and uh, relationships that I've established with other believers have been huge. You know, that's been a big part of uh, my own personal growth. And I've always said from the very beginning that, you know, the best way to grow is to to get involved and serve. And, mm-hmm. you know, the more specifically for me, a, a lot of that service has centered around things like teaching and yeah. leading other people spiritually in some respect. And when you're preparing yourself to do that, it does stretch you. The challenge that I found is, you know, that can become almost what we do, mm-hmm. not just who we are, you know. And I think a lot of pastors probably struggle with this. Uh, one of the things that's been very helpful. Uh, is just to, to separate my view of my personal time with God from what I do as a pastor, you know, so that there's time that I'm just focused. And that's every morning to me, how I start my day uh, is focused on, God, what do you want to say to me? Um, one of the challenges that comes along with that, actually, for the last couple of years, I've done a little uh, Facebook Live post of whatever I'm reading. 
And I knew this would be the case, but I have to fight that battle a little bit, even still of, okay, I know I'm about to give a, a couple of minute little commentary here. Right. It's hard not to go into pastor mode there even and say, <laughs> what is God saying to me versus, you know, what is something good that I can, a little mini sermon here. So I, yeah. I, I battle that. But um, but I think it's it's finding ways. And somebody um, that had been a pastor for a long, long time, our friend Lawrence, yeah. uh, one of the things that he said that really stuck with me just kind of off the cuff, he was talking about this and just made a comment about how few pastors um, have any type of personal time with God on Sunday morning mm -hmm. because they're so busy getting ready for church, you yeah. know, and preparing the sermon or looking over last minute details or whatever. That really struck me because I had always been very consistent about in my time with God six days a week. Yeah. Um, and that changed uh, from that moment. And I just said, why should Sunday be any different? So, uh, but it's, it's just figuring out ways to, yeah. you know, make sure that, that, that that personal side is there right. as well. So. Well, that, that's so encouraging to me is being in ministry, but so many of our listeners mm -hmm. are serving yeah. in different areas and our yeah. connect group leaders. Exactly. And I think there's some benefit to, um, you know, when I started writing curriculum and writing sermons and, and that being a part of, of what I do as right. a pastor, exactly. like my, my, my relationship with the Lord definitely deepened and mm -hmm. strengthened, but mm -hmm. there were areas of it that it became, that wasn't my only growth area that right. needed to sure. exist in my life. And exactly. I think that's so encouraging for like our connect group leaders as yep. they read over a curriculum or listen to your sermon um, to not only read and listen in what they're going to regurgitate to others, but what does that actually right. mean to them yeah. personally? I think that is extremely yeah. encouraging for well, them. Well, that, that's always the most powerful thing for ministry anyway. Yeah. If God is, if I can share something, this is what God is stirring in my heart, which is kind of where this whole deeper thing came from. You know, it's not, uh, it, it's more of, man, this is important to me. And then I have something to share. That's always definitely the best way to go when it comes yeah. to trying to feed and lead other people too. Yeah, and this is this next question I have for you is totally random and is not right. from our notes before. Awesome. It just kind of popped in in my head a little bit. But you know, you talked about when you were early on in your faith and and God's word being captivating and wanting to know it and wanting to grow. Yeah, um, and reading it, and I just remember that when I became a believer as well. Um, but we were old enough to where like we didn't have the ability, like if we read a passage or read section of scripture that we didn't quite quite grasp or understand, we didn't have the benefit of Google. True. Um, at that time. You didn't either? I didn't either. So I, That's I was surprising like, to me. I, I didn't have internet. <laughs> it, it was early on. I think I had internet in my home like when I was like a junior in high school. It was the first year we had okay. internet in the house. And uh, and so uh, majority of my <laughs> life, I've, I've had the benefit of Google. Um, but what do you do? Like I, I know reading through the Bible, especially if we're making a plan to read it throughout yeah. a year, yeah. we're going to read some really hard scriptures like yeah. in... Leviticus and Deuteronomy and some things right. like that that we might not grasp. Um, what did you do early on? Like if you read some scripture that you didn't quite grasp, or even now, what just did you ignore do? it and move on as fast <laughs> as just, possible. That might, no. be, that might be really good. Advice. <laughs> There's something to that, especially in Leviticus. Um, no, I, some of that is uh, thankfully there were. I, I did have some people that. Um, that I could talk to, you know, college pastor and things like that. But back then there wasn't internet, but there were books. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like Chuck Swindoll was a big guy back then. I remember having a lot of his resources and a lot of his materials and <clears throat> sometimes just reading through that. But um, yeah, I think the other side to it is just realizing 
kind of coming to grips with the fact that I'm not going to understand everything, yeah. you know, and that's okay. I mean, not, not that you don't want to continue to grow and learn right. and things like that, but um, I guess it's not getting stuck mm-hmm. by feeling like I just don't know it all. So I, you know, can't be in a place to teach anybody anything. Yeah. So some of his mindset, I think, but, but there are always resources out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there certainly are now, but uh, I think having people that you can trust you know, that, that's a big deal yeah, to me. I, I think that's a good reminder, too, of just so much of, of going deeper doesn't happen just with us, that it, it, it yeah. does require community around you, and it requires right. people that you've built relational equity in that you can trust and you can ask uh, questions to. And I think for me, as much as I've, I've Googled stuff that I didn't know or looked at to... Uh, different commentaries of things that that I needed to, a little bit more insight in um, getting your perspective and other people's perspective of of things that I was wrestling with was so imperative in me going deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, one more thing, sorry, yeah, cut you ahead. off there, but one thing I think it is so important to say too is that, that that's part of the work of the Holy Spirit in this mm-hmm. too. I don't want to ignore that, yeah. you know, the fact that we pray and, and seek wisdom and insight. He, he directs us there too. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the, the last little encouragement I want to give everybody is relying on the Holy Spirit as we pursue going deeper together. It's mm-hmm. it's the most important thing because there's going to be times we get stuck in reading scripture or that we're, we missed a few days and now we feel guilty and, and mm-hmm. that guilt is causing us to want to give up. Right. Or uh, if we need to, to, if we're stepping into a service opportunity and, and that serving opportunity is going to get challenged or our, our calendar is going to get stretched. There's going to be um, difficulties that we face in our pursuit of going deeper, and that the enemy is not going to like that, especially mm-hmm. as our church as a whole. And so, I just want to encourage our our people to um, continue to dive in, even when things get challenging, even when things get hard. Um, and I just want to give you an opportunity to encourage them as well. Yeah, I think what you said is the biggest, most important thing, and that is that we don't give up. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that I didn't say this earlier, that's partly a motivation for this series is there are those that are really eager to to grow. Um, but I also observe a lot of people that are on and off continually. You know, they're up and down. Um, life gets difficult. It's all about God. Let's turn to God. Let's ask for prayer. Let's do this. Then things turn around and it's like, where'd you go? You know, and it's that that inconsistency, I think, is what we want to try to fight against. So and um, so, yeah, you're right that um, it can get discouraging and we can easily give up. That certainly is going to be what the enemy wants to try to make us do. But I think more than anything, the importance is, is consistency. Mm-hmm. It's just sticking with it. You know, when you fall down, just get back up and and keep going and keep trying and don't don't and, and recognize that discouragement for what it is. Yeah. That that is the enemy trying to get you to stop. That's not God. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So um, we just gotta stay with it. Yeah, I love that. And that our pursuit of the Lord, um, we need Him all the time, even when we're we're, we're joy is abounding in our life, or even when crisis yeah. is is there. Um, our pursuit of Him is necessary. And, and I think um, we're going to see all of that this upcoming year. We're mm-hmm. going to see everything that, that um, 
every challenge, every difficulty, every joy, there's going to be ups and downs. Uh, and I love that the Lord is so consistent and he's with us through all of those things. And Amen. I love what you said. It's like, if you fall, just get right back up. And one of the biggest joys that I have is like, you've seen me fall many times and the Holy Spirit has helped and God has helped. And I've had the benefit of having close relationships and friends that, that reach down and grab my hand and help me back up as well. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to be an, an overarching part of this going deeper as well is the relationships that we have with the Lord and the relationships that we have with each other also. And so I'm so excited for what 2023 has for Gateway. I, I'm yeah, me too. just blessed to be a part of it. Absolutely. Well, we're so excited to, to be a part of it with all of our listeners as well and all of our church. Um, and as we pursue the Lord together, um, it, it's, it's going to be a joy. And so I'm excited to be a part of that joy. Uh, this year. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to our very first episode of 2023. Uh, remember, you can listen to us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit the uh, subscription buttons, the notification bells, and all that good stuff so you don't miss an episode. And uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year.